Welcome to season two, episode number nine of What's Brewing, sis? I am Shelly. I'm Bianca. And I'm Deanna. And here we come together to serve the brew. We, we are back. back. Hi, guys. Hello there. Hello. How are you guys doing out there? Oh, I feel great. Pretty good. Good. That's good. How are um, you? So we are back. Go ahead with Deanna. Oh, I just said, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great out here. I'm feeling good in these streets. Um, <laughs> we are back with a brand new episode. Last week, we were with Dr. Conway and had a great episode about mentoring and do you want to be a doctor? And, you know, if that's your, your path, um, it is definitely a wonderful one to take. And there is help out here. Yeah, I think it's really great that they have this program for students. And also what I really found insightful was you don't even just have to be a student. There are people who are a little bit older who are just learning to, yeah. you know, become a doctor. Um, so that was pretty great. Yes, the program, the Urban Bridges Mentoring Program um, is for high school students, college students, um, post-bac students who've already completed a degree, but either, you know, had a change of career or didn't get the grades that they needed initially in undergrad and need to uh, take some additional courses. But yeah, mentoring is available for all who want to make that transition to medicine. Yep. And then yeah. what's the website again, Deanna? It is iamable.org. So that's I-A-M-A-B-E-L dot O-R-G. Yes. So check that out. Uh, no matter what age, if you have a passion for something, um, don't limit yourself to things that you can do. I heard one of my favorite pastors say just this week, um, God did not just give us one passion. Like, don't think that God just sent you here for one thing. Um, you probably can do all the things. So it was just so amazing to see um, that she had a story of, like perseverance and not giving up and following your dreams. So that was amazing. And she's helping other people. So great episode. Yeah. And thank you again, Dr. Conway. Yes, that was great. Yes. Giving back so always. Are, you know, I was just going to say giving back is always great because there's so yes. many people that want to do things, but they don't have that that vision or that person that they see live and in person. So, yeah, yeah. it helps. Yeah. So yeah, this episode, so we are back. <laughs> we are going to go ahead and get started with girl talk, um, and Shelly yep. kick us off. So we are back with a brand new episode. We're going to be discussing, um, you know, hot topics. What a wonderful month to do that in. It is uh, National Women's Month. Um, so we get a whole month to celebrate women. And, you know, we'll continue to celebrate women even after <laughs> the month of March. Yeah. Um, All right. <laughs> what better way to kick that off to have some girl talk? And, um, you know, talk about some hot topics that I'm sure most will involve um, women. One, one, one topic. Well, before we do that, we're going to do our icebreaker. So, yes, I'll, I'll let you. So take that away. I'll uh, take that. So what is your favorite part of vacation? The anticipation, the trip itself or the memories? Oh, gosh. <laughs> do I have to pick one? You have to pick one. Oh, shoot. You can tell me what your second runner-up is, though. Okay, give them to me one more time. The memories. The memories, the trip itself, or the anticipation? Okay. Um, the anticipation, for me, I, I, I get some joy out of. Because anytime I'm going on vacation, it's kind of like birthing a baby. It's like... I want to fold all my clothes and make sure that I put outfits together, make sure I got the right shoes to go with said outfits. Um, you know, I love like getting like a new bag and something I can like, you know, wear on the airplane. So I love the anticipation and getting all ready. Uh, like when we were in school, like getting ready for a field trip. Yes. <laughs> like, oh 
Um, so the anticipation, and then after, I would say my second is memory. Okay. Yeah. I would say the trip itself is my mm -hmm. favorite part uh, because I'm actually there and I'm doing all the things that I was anticipating. Um, <laughs> so like, and actually being there doing it, having a good time, but I would say the anticipation might be the runner up for that. Okay. Good. What about you, I would Deanna? say the, the the trip itself and then the memories would be the runner up for me. Yeah. I guess I'm just so excited for every every gosh darn thing. <laughs> no, the anticipation is good. Is good. I like yeah. the like you said, it's like that first day of school when you lay out your outfit and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting ready. Uh, but sometimes the anticipation can be like anxiety. It's like, oh, yeah. now I got to get all the stuff. And do I have sure. enough time? And do I have enough clothes? So it can get a little antsy for me. So yeah. I'm I hear you on that. Yes. So if you Absolutely. had to spend $10,000 today, not on the business, not saving it, you got $10,000, you have to spend it all today, what would you spend it on? Uh, that's a good one. Because um, I would have said the business had she not said not on the business. So. Yes, I would have. Too. It would have gone all straight to that cafe. Um, that's I was the obvious answer. That. That's the obvious answer, but it, you got $10,000. Spend it today. Okay. Or you get I got you. I got it. I got it. I, I, I would, I would help some people. Um, I, I feel like, um, you know, I think, I think when you get a large sum of money, um, you should, you know, spend it responsibly, but in, in, in the form of this question, it's kind of like, you know, you have to do something with it, but you got to do something smart. So I feel like helping people, the money will come back around. You know what I mean? So that I, that's what I would do with it first. And then I would um, I would use it as a down payment on a house. Oh, that's okay. a good one. <laughs> Deanna? I would, I would pay some bills, pay off some debt. Yeah. So boring. <laughs> Hey. I should have added that in like not paying bills not for the business what would you spend $10,000 on today if it had to just not be on anything I mean to me that would be responsible but I mean um, let's see prom season is coming up I could treat some girls who are uh, less fortunate to their prom gear I love that. Yeah, that. a lot of people are doing that. And with the amount of galas and things that we go to, and I also think that we're pretty hip with our style. We should do that. <laughs> we should we should donate our dresses to, you know, someone who might be in need. I was going to do probably that last not year. That shiny blue dress that I wore. <laughs> yeah, I was going to do that last year, but I missed the deadline for it. So we definitely know someone who... Yes. Uh, Takes dresses, so that was a good one, Deanna. I really like that. I like that. Um, too. I would want to donate or pour back into the people who poured into us, like donate to some of the churches, um, and pastors who you know reached out and been a mentor to us. Yeah, um, I would definitely also want to do some nice things for some of my family members. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, that's yeah. I like that. That yeah, that 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 seed, um, for sure is like one thing that I'm like, oh God, it's like hanging over because like when you borrow, not borrow, but when someone gives you something, I always feel very obligated to give back, you know. And then Deanna yeah. told us that when, when you give back, you should kind of double what they gave. Yeah. So I would like to, you know, give those seeds back times two at some. And the give, the give back doesn't necessarily have to be to the person who gave it to you. It could be like in a okay. or high fashion. Because I mean, when someone say sows a seed into you, mm -hmm. they are expecting uh, to reap from it, but it may not be from you. It might be because they were obedient to yeah. you know the cause. 
that someone else blesses them or they're blessed in another way. Absolutely. Um, so it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be that you pay it back to that person. Yeah. Okay. Well, I should probably ignore those text messages from the masking. I'm totally joking. <laughs> <laughs> joking. Joking. All right. If you want a certificate for a free tattoo, would you use it? And if so, what would you get and where? I, so I have a tattoo and this tattoo took several hours and um, I love my tattoo, but I want to add more to it. So I, I have to get Savannah's name because she insists that I get her name. So it would be <laughs> Savannah's name. Okay. Deanna, would you use this certificate? Um, yes, I would. Um, I have a scar that I want to cover from where I had the port for chemo. So that's something I intend to do anyway. I've been looking at different designs to see exactly what I want, but it'll probably be something that encompasses a butterfly and a cancer ribbon or something, but I haven't quite figured it out yet. Okay. I would definitely use a certificate. Um, I would get, uh, I have two tattoo ideas that I want. Um, one is my, one of my favorite songs is Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Mm -hmm. Um, so I definitely want to do something with like three little birds somewhere. Um, but I also want to get a tattoo kind of like should be to my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, so I want to do that. What do you guys think about a side question? I always have to ask side questions. What do you guys think about people um, that get other people's names uh, tattooed on them? So in my case, it would be my daughter. So that's different. But I mean, like a significant other or mate. Well, I think it depends on who the significant other is. If it's just mm -hmm. your boyfriend, I don't think, you know, you should be getting necessarily getting their person tattooed on you because it's not, you know official <laughs> but, <laughs> but then again there are people who get married and get divorced and they have that I was gonna say what about the divorce days because um, yeah. yeah names are a hard thing so yeah. but I think if yeah. it's a I, I mean, one that would be a little different mm -hmm. yeah my cousin Claudia um, when she was here she got um her they weren't married yet and she got her boyfriend um, then later, husband's name tattooed on her back. It's like smack dab on her back. And she, I think she did it kind of rebelliously, you know, because her mom didn't want her to get the tattoo and everything. My aunt, um, But she got it anyway. And she would always say, you know, if they broke up or got divorced, um, that she would just get it covered up, you know. Mm -hmm. Um but I'm always like curious about people who take that chance and they decide to do that. Because I know a, a few other people who have gotten names tattooed on them, and they just so happen to still be with those people. Uh, my mom, that uh, she she has a G and a K on her wrist. It's a beautiful mm -hmm. tattoo. Um, but yeah, that's I always like. Ugh. No, I know I know two right. stories of folks who did that and didn't stay together. One oh, yeah. was uh, a couple that I used to work with, and they mm -hmm. got each other's name tattooed. And they were married, but they got mm -hmm. divorced. So then it's like, yeah, either you have to get a new tattoo to cover it up, yeah. or do you keep it to say, well, we were together for 20-plus years before we got divorced? Um I don't know if they ever covered them, but initially they kept them um, even after they divorced. And then I know a girl who had um, more than one guy's name tattooed on her. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know if if you get in a new relationship, if the right. if the past person is jealous, uh, no. do, do you get another one? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just get a, another one and another one. I find it very endearing. I think that I would do it. I mean, maybe cautiously. I always kind of fall back on that, you know, I could get it covered type thing. But I do. I mean, I hope that, I, you know, love somebody enough to get their name, you know, tattooed in a beautiful, like a, 
like not a tribute, but just something to say, hey, you know, I love you. You're going to be in my life forever. Um, but I can get it covered if I need. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's always that. There's yeah. always that. So, I don't know. <laughs> um, if you had the chance to go to outer space, would you go? I, I have no, no will or no reason or no like anyone at all um yeah. to go out of space so i might i'm gonna pass on that one i i wouldn't go what about you diana uh no <laughs> i'm i'm not quite interested in traveling to outer space <laughs> so <laughs> It's a hard pass for me. <laughs> well, I'm going to make it unanimous because I feel like there's things that we don't need to know about. So yeah, like, uh, I feel like if I found out that there's life outside, I don't know how I come back and be like, yeah, everything's good, guys. Don't yeah. worry about Mars It's the mission all. back for me. Like, I just feel like, ooh, am I going to make it back? You know? Um, yeah, I'm I'm not so. interested. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. I thought one of us would be the adventurous one to be like, yeah, I would love to. I was like, no. Um, and last, yeah. and last I actually question. am like into. I love science. I love. Me I too. love all things about you know outer you know the outside of Earth. Like it's beautiful for, to me. I follow stuff. When I hear that there's an eclipse, I'm like, <laughs> I am a geek when it comes to that type of stuff. But to actually go there, I'm like, no. Not, not yet. Not too soon. Maybe if it becomes, I know at some point they're um, offering trips to outer space, like for entertainment. But, you know, it's like only celebrity. Celebrities and stuff can go, yeah. but yeah, I mean, you know, at maybe I don't know if I'll live long enough for it to be like I feel like, oh, it's just like you know, taking a trip to Florida, but um, <laughs> right now, yeah, for I'm now, I'm gonna pass, maybe. Yeah. And last yeah. question Would you rather eat your favorite meal for every meal for the rest of your life or never to be able to eat your favorite meal again? I would tomato. never, mm. I would never eat it, never eat it again. And that's only because, you know, of, of course, we all know I love Chipotle. And <laughs> <laughs> recently, I was like sick of it. Don't come for me, Chipotle as a company. But recently, <laughs> I think I was just like, I cannot eat this anymore. Um, so I, now that then makes me say, oh, okay, can you imagine eating that every day, even though it's your favorite meal? Um, for every meal too. Yeah. yeah, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, mm -hmm. all of that. It's the same thing. Well, not even if it was like because other other favorite meals are like things that my mom cooks. So no, yeah, there's nothing that I would want to eat over and over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say the same. I don't think I could eat the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, not even daily. Not even mm -hmm. just like one meal a day. I don't think there's anything I could eat every day. I would just be disgusted after yeah. like week yeah. two. Like this For is sure. just gross. I don't want it. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's also um, some people would say first world privilege because there are people who don't have the option to. They pretty much eat the same thing every day because of what's available or what they mm -hmm. can afford. So. Um, we are blessed to be able to have a variety and, and not have to eat the same thing every day over and over. So that is, yeah. that is a yeah. blessing. That is so, a blessing. Uh, let's kick it off. International Women's Month and International Women's Day is all approaching. International Women's Day is March 8th. Mm -hmm. um, is Women's History Month. Women's History. Oh, month. this is right. Women's History Month, and then there's International mm -hmm. Women's Day on March 8th. Thank you, Diana, yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, so it's a day to kind of celebrate uh, gender equality and trying to, um, you know, embrace equality all over. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it definitely is something that needs to be highlighted a lot more. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I still don't understand why it is the fact that women mm-hmm. make less than men in the workplace in a lot of instances and that we're still fighting for this. Yeah. Um, when we're doing equal work, we're out here, you know, blazing trails and we're still here. <laughs> so Yeah, I think that all has to do with the fact that I think when women, you know, started working, it was more so just because women wanted to feel empowered and, you know, they wanted to, you know, have a seat at the table and, you know, have something to do and all of that good stuff. But it wasn't necessarily this need to make more than your mate. So it was like, oh, well, we they can work. We don't necessarily need to pay them a lot because they're not head of the household. Well, then obviously that took a shift. <laughs> well, you know, well a, couple, a, a couple things too. So with the women in the workforce, um, at one period, women entered the workforce because men were like off at war and stuff. So they had to yeah. do yeah. things that they wouldn't have typically had to do. But also like even current day when um, employers assess like salary and risk and all that, they feel like women are going to take more time off work you know they may have maternity leaves or they have existing children that are going to get sick so they feel like women are naturally going to miss more days from work um and things like that so they're going to get compensated in other ways like they're going to use more of the um medical span when they're in um yeah well, childbearing I was that's all the same like women women have this deficient amount of the need like there's no need because no they need the money but they feel like they don't need to pay us because we're going to be getting it in other ways like so i mean there's some women who are either single parents or head of their household but the employer feel like the employers have felt they're changing a lot of companies are changing but they felt like women are not necessarily getting paid the same as their male counterparts, but they're getting uh, their benefits, like they're using the medical plan during their childbearing years. And, it, you know, God forbid, if you have a, a complicated pregnancy, then we're going to spend so much money out on your health care, or you're going to miss so many days from work. So really we're losing because we're paying you, you know, short-term disability or whatever Mm -hmm. um and you're not actually performing your work duty so some of that was taken into account for the difference in salary but it's 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 still not fair it's not yeah i'm like whatever it is whatever the reason um because i definitely agree with that as being the reasons but again um i also feel like it is and, and seems to even be more highlighted now where it's like there was no need to pay um you know, women for the stuff that they were doing because it was it was it was almost as if there was a mate on the other end that could take up or hold up the opposite end of the household because men have been assumed to be head of household, but that's not always the case. Um, right. You know, for women and also for them saying that you know treating as if they're reimbursing women on the backside because of this and they're having children, women don't have children by themselves. So, right. um, you know, saying that they're reimbursing women on the back end for medical care and they have to take time off work for children, um, men men should have to do that as well. So, yeah. So now there are a lot of companies that give paternal leave, you know, but it used yeah. to not really be a thing for a man to be allowed that time off. Um, and they still don't necessarily get as much time as women, but mm-hmm. you know, most companies might give one to two weeks for paternal leave um, or something of that nature to acknowledge that fathers need bonding time as well. But it still looked at well, you know, like the mom is the main nurturer or whatever. But you know, s- slowly some of that stuff is changing. But um, yeah, it used to be like a man might be able to take a day or two off when the wife delivers, and that's about it. Um, but even not with just delivery, like when children get sick, I feel like you know, occasionally men have to take time off to care for their oh, yeah. sick children as well. 
So I feel like that is no should no longer be an excuse why women are getting paid less. Because, you know, women are not having children by themselves. There are men in the workforce, too, that have to take days off of their children. So pay us the same, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I just think period, same role, same pay, because someone yeah. could argue, well, yeah. as men get older or a lot of, you know, some men don't take care of themselves as much as women don't go to the doctors frequently. So then when they do get sick, they can have a major illness or, you know, cost the company a lot in terms of uh, health care spend as well. So it's just it's just different, you know, different reason. But. <coughs> yeah, whatever, whatever it is. Like, if if you're if you're performing the same job, um, there truly should be no reason for me, you know, me to be, be being paid less because that person is a husband. I definitely do get it. You know, there are raises that come into effect. There should just be a you know a rate to start off with, and then you know, essentially, everyone should be, in my opinion, being paid the same. Yeah, so a lot of companies now are being transparent with uh, salary. So I actually Mm -hmm. applaud and, you know, I like that where there is transparency in the salaries um, and they are um, looking at whether or not they've historically paid women less or minorities less and they're, you know, trying to correct that or have corrected that. Um, But there are a lot of companies that still are like everybody should keep their salaries hush hush um but i i think i hope the trend continues where more and more companies are just transparent about the, the pay so. and, yeah i think women know. i think people in general um should speak out and if there if there is some difference um you know it should be known kind of yeah. shouldn't yeah. be hidden um, I know kind of to kind of piggyback off of this topic, Bianca, if it's okay to kind of change the topic yeah. a little bit. Um, so recently, um, Rihanna and her, uh, are they married? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're married I don't yet. think they're married yet. Okay. So Rihanna and her baby daddy, uh, <laughs> they did a photo shoot and it kind of, kind of pushed her into the spotlight because she just performed at the Super Bowl and she's pregnant and um asap rocky her mate was kind of kind of in the not in the shadow but you know behind her in a sense so the story was kind of like men felt like um they were giving her the shine and and kind of he he was like this you know stay at home dad what do you guys think about that topic I actually saw the photo shoot. So it was basically Rihanna in the front and she was like reaching her arm back, holding his hand while he held the baby walking behind her. I -hmm. thought it was such a beautiful photo until I started seeing all the comments. Yeah. And initially I was like, this is so ridiculous. But looking at the picture for like a half second, I could see the men's point. But Mm -hmm. then I'm like, why is this something that will make anyone feel emasculated? Like, I feel like we need to stop making it a a, raising children a gender thing. Mm -hmm. It takes two people to create a baby. Mm -hmm. It takes two people to raise a baby. Properly. Are you trying to show us the picture? I'm trying to. I'll see it. I'm like, I haven't seen the photo. Y'all know I'm not up on the pop culture. So I was like, basically, it's them on a beach walking in the sand. She is uh, kind of forward. He's backwards holding the baby. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't see, you know, that shouldn't have sparked such controversy. But, you know, people always try to find something to stay nitpick at stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean, so I I wasn't sure if you were saying initially the question about whether what we think about the photo itself or about stay at home. No, not necessarily the photo, more so the bigger topic. The bigger topic is what do you think about men feeling like and I like the words you use, emasculated, Bianca, feeling emasculated, given that she is getting the spotlight and he's essentially in the back holding the baby. Do you feel like. Um, they shouldn't, men shouldn't see that as a big deal. Do you feel like it's not a big deal? Like, more so I, I think they shouldn't see it as a big deal. I think that 
um a lot of men still see like the 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 newness of a baby um being something that celebrates the mom too like she carried the baby for nine months she just gave birth um kind of like weddings you know too it's like the bride is spotlighted it doesn't mean that the yeah. man is less than a man but it's kind of like give her that moment she just mm -hmm. endured a lot pregnancy is a lot it's not like a walk in the park so i think i hope in her partner's opinion that he just took it as a, a you know beautiful moment too even if if she yeah. is in the spotlight to say good job i don't know but she should be also being the spotlight because she just performed at the super bowl yeah performing like, at the oscars yeah it wasn't like she was sitting at home with her feet up eating bonbons she was right she was working so yeah. in her moment to, yeah. to be have light shined on her but yeah. also i feel like we need to stop making it seem like oh she had the baby i have nothing to do with it i'm just here as a man it's like no like it is your Absolutely. role if you're in a in the household with the child. It is your role to parent the child too. It, you're not a babysitter. You are part of the child's life. And it's called parenting, yeah. It's yeah, babysitting when it's your baby. Yeah, yeah and and if she's walking yeah. in and front she, of she you, actually just so happens to be like to piggyback mm -hmm. off the original conversation. She actually makes more money than him. Like she's a billionaire. She is. Um, you know, not, not, I mean, not deserving to make him feel less than, but she definitely, yeah. she definitely holds her own and stands her ground. So I'm like, why are we making her feel like she is taking away or that yeah. point right there? So a lot of men, a lot of people, there are some women who were like, she's a billionaire. She has all the money. He better take a back seat. And there were a lot of men who were mm -hmm. saying, oh, they're trying to make him feel like this because she makes more money and because of this and that, but he's a man and he shouldn't mm -hmm. be behind her, doesn't matter. So it's a lot of people just upset over yeah. that. And it's like, and it's like but, one picture. There were several of them standing side by side together, yes. you know. Um, and I so feel yeah. like even if you are, if you're, you know, in this case, Rihanna makes more than Rocky, we know that. Um, why does that make you less than a man because she makes more than you and, and because it's you're holding a baby in a picture, you know? That yeah, hopefully he doesn't feel that way, but I think for men that do, it's just an ego thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's some men who are like, they're fine with their wife, woman, whatever, making more than them. They like make that money. But there are those who still feel like they feel less than a man if, if if their wife or partner makes more than them. Um, but I think it's just all ego. As long as, sure. you know, if you live in the same household and you work as a team, you see it as, you know, our money. One person is not being like, you know, this is mine and this is yours. Um, then it should be, you know, looked at as, as a team thing. Now, I don't know what their actual, you know, situation is being that, they're not married, whether or not they live in the same house, share expenses or what. But if Rihanna could, if she had to limit to herself to men who make more than she do, there would be like, you know, a very small list. Small. <laughs> I think she was dating a prince at a time. So like, you know, was. <laughs> slim thickens. Um, I'm definitely, definitely probably going to make more um, than my husband. Okay. Definitely, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I definitely probably will. I have a lot of aspirations and things that I want to accomplish. Well, maybe he'll have a lot of aspirations. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. Maybe, maybe he. Maybe won't. he already out here killing the game. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. I, yeah, I think but it doesn't matter. Doing the game, but I definitely hope. You know. All jokes aside, that he is someone who would not feel intimidated yeah. uh, by me making more money. Because look, but we all out here trying to make, like, you know, like you if said, I'm winning, you win. If you winning, I'm winning. We winning. Right. No matter who brings it in. Right. I think money is not the only thing that makes you the head of the household or the man or whatever. Now that's now that's a that's a statement. 
Yeah, money, man, money is not the only thing. It's like, can you lead the family? Are you a leader? Like, money is not always the thing. Um, I, I speak, you know, life into whatever relationship I'm going to be in. I would never want to be with someone who um, is taking the back seat to me. Like, either we're right. going to be driving side by side or, or this ain't going to work. Like, I, Yeah, I don't you work. bring up a great point. I think if you, if you, if, if I make more um, than you, than my mate, that's not, that does not make him less of a man to me. That doesn't make him. Mm -hmm. Not at all. He is still a man and he is still in charge of all the manly things. Like, I still want you to do that because I'm, even though I make some money, I am a woman. I, I am feminine. This, I, I didn't automatically turn into a man. Um, nope. Because I make more, so yeah. Do I not grow really penis because I make more money. Oh wow! Absolutely. Like, <laughs> wear all the pants oh, in the house. I will, I will wear a dress. I ain't got no problem with that. Uh, right. We will have credit scores of above seven hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Is that on the list? Seven hundred. On the more. list, baby. Yeah. I mean, if you want to just dive into the list, you can. <laughs> and the list of things that I want? Yeah. Yeah. Out of a man? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. So I, I, I love a man who is secure, you know, uh, but, but before that, a man who loves God, um, knows the word, sees a vision for our family, um, someone who's funny, um, you know someone who is into music <laughs> someone who knows how to hold it down um you know and somebody that is willing to uh grow with me someone who's willing to be open um you know i'm thinking of qualities of uh one my father and you know of someone who i'm involved with and you know, they, they share a lot of similar things, the qualities and, and what I think that a man should be. Um, okay. But definitely a protector, a leader. Um, strength is extremely important to me when it comes to a man. Like, we both can't be in a corner crying. Um, <laughs> not to say that men can't cry, because we need... Definitely not say that men can't cry, too. but, you know, crying <laughs> at the same time that I'm crying... Um, Sometimes. Over something that is like you know uh, maybe a feminine thing like that ain't gonna that's not gonna help us like let me console you but you know maybe we not both cry at the same time if we can help it sometimes you might cry together but that's okay yes and we have now yeah that was a long list girl are you done I'm done but I'm very clear you, you know I'm, are what you I Yes, it's, I, I think it's important to be, um, you know, not everybody has a list and, and that that's that's a question within itself, like, you know, how important are lists and things like that. I, I think God sees for me who I should be with, you know, and knows who that person um, is. So it's not necessarily a list that's important. It's, it's all about like character and, you know, um, you not coming in with a bunch of issues and things like that, like. Be be a whole person, but also you know give God some room to to lead us as well. I think list to a certain degree, and I won't say like a a list where it's like a checklist, like oh nope, we right. don't. You know, I think yeah. having a identified character, things that you want, and identified uh, things that you want out of a person is okay to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but also it doesn't. Certain things don't negate that person. Like if they have a six eighty credit score versus seven hundred, I wouldn't be like, nope, right. you don't, you don't need yeah. it. But you got all these other things. We get to go. But I think it's. I recently amazing. heard this story where um, the, a list was extremely important to this one lady, and she's like. He has to, he has to be a camper, you know, he has to be like, you know, a fisherman. And she was just kind of listening like these guys, guys type of thing mm -hmm. that he had to be. And her mom um, was like, 
you don't even like camping, you know, so why are you interested in somebody who is, you know, wanting to be a camper? And she, of course, ended up marrying this person. They're married and still have, you know, children and are happy. Um, but that's, I think lists are so specific that it's like, you know, do, does he have to be six, six feet? Or is that <laughs> man? Right. Yeah, I think I think lists should be used as a guide with some flexibility. Yeah. But there should be some deal breakers or hard and fast, you know, stops. Um but mm-hmm. you know, you have to revisit your list and fine tune maybe. But yeah, there I think there should be some room for flexibility but like usually now I see on like dating shows or whatever they might ask the person like what are your deal breakers so I think Mm -hmm. you know everybody has some things that are non-negotiable but there are there's room for flexibility on some things yeah absolutely so uh recently I was um reading this is a fun actually a funny or shady, however you want to look at it. I was mm-hmm. uh, listening to this interview with uh, Shaka Khan. I'm switching subjects uh, okay. with Shaka Khan, and she was talking about Mary J. Blige singing "Sweet Thing," mm-hmm. uh, her you know her old jam. And they were asking like, "Oh, how did you feel about Mary J. Blige covering it and kind of you know bring the song back up?" And she was like, I didn't like it. It was flat. <laughs> and that, you know, she didn't, she just didn't like her covering the song. And she said some other things about it that I, you know, I just won't bring up. But um, it sounded very much like she she hated it. Um, <laughs> but now she has issued an apology. Oh, wow. Apologizing for her comments and for saying that some of the, you know, newer people can't sing. Um, and it, it brings up a topic where I feel like sometimes like older, um, older people in a certain, it could be a workplace, it could be in the same industry, you may feel like, oh, these new people, you know, what are they doing here? They don't know what they're doing. Um, and it's like, I, I, I want sometimes the people that are a step ahead or a little bit older to just have grace for people. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on Shaka's comments on Mary J. Blige? I saw that, and you know, I I think she she definitely hit below the belt. I don't think that I, I find that you know I saw Aretha Franklin saying you know similar comments about other performers and things like that, mm-hmm. and that kind of go back to our like mentor. Uh, conversation a lot of a lot of these older singers were were seen as you know like you're why i'm in the music industry you know you're why um you know i want to sing and things like that and i'm sure at some point mary probably felt that way about um shaka but seeing mary j blige live several times um she's a she is amazing her shows are amazing um, I think at the time when she recorded that particular song, she was young and she was, you know, making those mistakes. So I think that's the hit under the belt aspect of me because she did struggle with drugs, you know, at a certain point in her life. And I thought that was just out of bounds to say it's kind of like you're just looking for shine when your shine might be dull in a bit. I thought that was shady. Yeah. So I don't, I, I didn't see that. Um, I didn't see the interview, but I think that there is some truth. Sometimes, you know, there's it's not what you say, but how you say it. She may have could have mm-hmm. said it better or differently, but we know that, you know, uh, newer generations have the um, studio, you know, perfection and all that when they record for an album. But sometimes when they sing live, it's like, huh? Like in, mm-hmm. er, in earlier years, Mary J. Blige's performance weren't always the best. And, and you know, her voice wasn't um, as good as it is now or whatever. So um, she used to get criticized a lot um, mm-hmm. in earlier years. And then to add, you know, like issues with drugs and uh, domestic violence and all that in the mix of it probably didn't help. But um, 
I believe Shaka Khan has struggled with drug use in her life as well. So there, there's room for grace on that. But maybe she just feels like even in my druggiest of days, my voice was still on point. Um, so I think even from a mentor standpoint, like Aretha Franklin, Shaka Khan, Gladys Knight or whatever, they may have felt like they wouldn't have been given the opportunity to perform and get paid at that level if they were ever raggedy. You know, it was like not okay for your vocals not to be um, good because you were going to be judged and, you know, you wouldn't get the, the job. So I think it's okay for like a older generation person to set the bar high and from a mentor standpoint say you need to always be on point always you know deliver an excellent performance but um they you know could say it in a nicer way and they also have to to some degree not necessarily be a hater that um technology and you know studio enhancements can make somebody famous and rich and all that and maybe they are not just a pure raw talent. They have some assistance. But if if you got the right people putting the package together and you still make millions of dollars, you know, why not celebrate that and be like, man, I wish we had that technology. I'm bringing a little yeah. controversy to it. So, um, you know, we've heard things like this being said about rappers where it's like, oh, back in my generation, we had to be a lyricist. We had to do this. We had to do that. And now here you guys come and you got writers and, you know, you have all the studio equipment. I don't hear the same things being talked about in country music and rock music and classical music. Why are we so hard on ourselves? or our generation, you know, in, in our yeah. same race versus others. Like, why do we put so much pressure? Right, because when you think about that particular topic, that was a song that has been recorded several years ago. So it was almost for, for this particular Shaka Khan, Mary J. Blige situation. Um, there's only so much grace I'm willing to give somebody who is bringing up something that nobody is like no like the mary j blige album and that particular song was recorded so many years ago like why like what is the purpose what is the reason for it like are we just to, to that point of it being you know mostly a black thing um are we just picking on her because that's what black industry r&b rappers is that are we just doing that because that's the thing that we do because to, in my opinion that's extremely ugly like it's like kicking somebody who's dead who's it's like kicking somebody who was maybe kicked back in the past and you're just kicking them down again for what like what, so what did, did shaka bring it up or did the interviewer bring it up like who the interviewer the brought it up but then she took the opportunity to say how bad that the song um was recorded so i mean to me it i always try i always think of things in this way like if you're mean to someone and you make a mean comment, whether it's true and or false, if you're making a mean comment, what does that do for you? Like truly, what what does that do for you? What what does it does it does it highlight and make you feel better because you're downing somebody else? Um, even if it's the truth, like what does that truly? How does that right. move? That's you? that's why I was the, saying with it's not or, you know. What does it do? Right. It, it really truly doesn't do anything. So now I almost feel like people, like she was just being mean to be mean because she kept the conversation going. You I know, think it, it, it like, maybe it gave her the chance to say what she's been always wanting to say all these years. Like she was upset yeah. about it or whatever. Mm -mm. I don't think that's right. I mean, I'm not saying it's right, but she probably she might be like, I'm glad you asked. I really hated that raggedy recording. You know, she can't hold a fire to me, you know, she can't stand flat foot and sing. And that does what for you? How does that make you yeah, feel better? That's my thing. I just like, even if that's something like she's been holding on forever, you know, to me, yeah, I don't think I it's feel any, like that's anything good about it. But, you know, right, some people but look for that release to be like, but yeah, I think it only but puts you in a bad light. Your release allows 
people to be like to choose a side or to go now then to go attack Mary J or to push us back as a people in, in my opinion I mean maybe that's maybe too dramatic for the topic but I don't even necessarily think so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take that back I don't think it's too dramatic I think us in the uh us black people tend mm -hmm. to make make people feel bad for no reason and which gets me back to my original point why what does that do that what does that do for us as a people what does that do specifically for you who's making the comment it does nothing you know so it's like now this is going to be etched in every everybody's talking about it now and it's like what did it do what did, what did it help um, <laughs> did it help i think too it was not that long ago that um shaka khan was getting she was getting some backlash after the verses, you know, people mm -hmm. were saying, oh, that, yeah. you know, how she showed up. So maybe it was somewhat of a deflection too. I don't know. But, you know, people felt like she didn't do good with the verses thing. And they were saying like, was she high? Was she on drugs? Um, so who knows, you know, but I'm sure even if you feel good in the moment or you feel like, yeah, I'm telling them, Hopefully, if you're, you know, a decent human being, you come to the realization like, yeah, that wasn't good, which is maybe why she apologized. I don't know. Or, you know, if people in her camp told her like that, that really didn't go off well. That doesn't look good. That doesn't look mm -hmm. graceful. So. You know, I hope she has an accountability team that's assisting and helping. And it's like we all make mistakes and things that we say and things yeah, that we yeah. do. But just to, to not be a good person and just to say, or I'm, I'm not going to accuse her of not being a good person because of a comment, but to, uh, if you're intentionally doing something just to hurt somebody else, uh, I just, that that's a hard pill for me to swallow. And make, never I just think at our, at our big age, <laughs> we should get to the point where it's like, everything don't need to be said. Um, even if that's the way you feel, everything don't need to be said for what before you say something what is the purpose like what are you gaining from this right um like what what's uh and also yeah. i feel like we need to learn how to be less critical on one another um Absolutely. even if even if it was flat let's say it was flat her comment could have been like you know what how did I feel about her recording? I'm so glad she did it because it brought my original song back to the forefront. Boom. That's an answer. You know, it, it doesn't always have to be something nasty, even if you felt that way. But I, I, I am glad that she did, you know, apologize. Or even if she said, you know, I really didn't like it, but I'm glad it brought her so much success. That could have just been brief. Like, maybe she feel like she don't want to lie and say, yeah. I love you. If she didn't. Like, <laughs> I'm not you know. liking your answers, <laughs> I mean, so I, I, I would I wouldn't necessarily want to lie and say I oh I loved it, but um or she could have left out I didn't like it part. She could just say, Well, I'm, I was glad that it brought her so much success mm -hmm. in doing the remake and maybe left how she personally felt about it. But I don't think she has to like, like be dishonest if she didn't like <laughs> oh, it. Yeah, say, I loved it. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I thought it was great that it brought my old song back to the forefront. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it doesn't have to like everything that's in your head doesn't have to come out. Right. That is something that I'm working like, on myself. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think she could have been tactful and sounds yeah. like what she said was not tactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But you know, we live and we learn, don't we? Absolutely. Well, we, we hope. Talk show out now. I have a lot to get, but who? That's she really are. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's called Wind Down with Mary J. Blige, where they come on. Oh, that's dope. Uh, it was an episode, her. her first, I don't know if this is her first episode, but it was like her, Taraji P. Henson and um, Young Miami. And they were talking about relationships. Oh, wow. Like that, yeah. And I think Taraji was saying that's that she doesn't. That's a good mixture. Yeah. I think Taraji was saying that she don't think her soulmate is out there. Or, or may not, if I'm not mistaken, I could very well be wrong, but I feel like she said it might not have been this, um, in her race, or Mary said that it may not be in this 
you know, country or, you know, may not be in a race. But I was like, huh, what if your soulmate is in another country? Like, and you have to like Ooh. travel to find said person, you know. I thought that was quite could be. Hey, Sarah, Sarah. If it's meant yeah. to I think absolutely. I think I think God puts us in positions to um follow our hope, uh, you know, follow our passions, follow things that you're interested in, follow a certain path that will lead your life to a sense of happiness. So you know, if God is giving you the signs to say up, oh, it's time to move up and go to Spain, it could maybe be because you're sober, you know. So I think it's important <laughs> to follow the signs, give God some room, you know, spread your wings and fly. And if, you know, Spain is where your heart desires, there there could be a great reason behind, behind said thing. Yeah, yeah. Spain and but I think he's here, girl. I, think he's <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so this was a great move to a different country. If if you, I don't out. know, man. I you know, culture shock is a thing, right? <laughs> so so many different countries live differently. Like I watch international house hunters. And when I watch that and I see how people live and they think it's a nice place and I'm sitting there like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, this is this is where you're going to live? You're taking this spot? I'm like, I don't think I could do it in certain spots. But um, also, I kind of, it's the scare, the fear factor for me. It's like, I'm moving so many miles away from all all the things that I know and all the people that I'm knowing. I'm somewhere different. Um, it can be a little scary, Absolutely. but it could be rewarding as well. It could be like, oh, this is life. You know, I never knew this side of the ocean had it going on. You know, mm-hmm. it could be. I always, I always wonder in my head about people who make that move. There are so many people yeah. I, I would see who, you know, decided, oh, I, I vacationed here a few times and I loved it so much. I decided I was just mm-hmm. going to move to a whole other country and I don't even know the language. Um, I think it's, it's, not like it's, it's not like if you leave, you can't come back. So I always feel like, I mean, yeah. even somebody go try it and then say, you know, it really wasn't for me. They can always come back. It's not like your passport. Yeah. Here. Yeah, I find it so brave that people take okay. those leaps oh, um, yeah. in their lives and aren't aren't fearful of it. So I don't know yeah. if I could do it, but I hey, I'm cheering <laughs> on the ones that can. yeah, that's oh. where I'm at. I'm like, I don't know if I could do it, but I always I'm so fascinated by people who who do it. I think it's such absolutely. A, it takes such a strength to be able to do it. And I think it's you know sounds fun. I'm the person I feel like it's the whole world out there. I, I would be open to moving to another country not for a mate because I'm already married but like if uh, <laughs> if if a job or life experience lent itself to us yeah. for us to be in another country um, I would be open to it. You know, I would be like, hey, yeah. like, you know, let's explore it and if we hate it, we can always come back. Yeah. Absolutely. I, um, Absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> to be continued, you never know where life will take us. Maybe one day I'll be beside somewhere shooting a podcast, like, yeah. and welcome to yeah, Earth Island here, where I currently live. Yes. Oh, I was gonna say I'm the person that goes on vacation. The island boy. I'm like googling how much does it cost to live in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always looking at you know. Yeah. If I were to move here, what would I, I say? I know you will. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. I am specifically the Googler. Yes, I know you. <laughs> I am the Googler. Yes. There's so much information out here. Does that hurt? Yeah. Yes. It's a whole world out there. That's a, absolutely. Right. What other topics do you got, ladies, have? Nothing. All right. Well, that's all, V. I think you were going to end the show. I think that was. I think that was great. That brings us yep. to the end, guys. That was a fun talk. Yes. All right. As always. So, as always, we're going to end it here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like, comment, share, subscribe, all of those things. Hit the thumbs up on this video. <laughs> 
And yes. as always, keep it brewing. Absolutely. Keep it brewing. Keep it brewing. Keep it brewing.